pray be please be seated the next 20 odd minutes we'll be praying for the nations Praise. and as Praise. as we were preparing Praise. for this as we were preparing for this evening there's just a word that just came into my heart that as we would spend this night praying in his presence you know as we take this time the light of the lord will burst forth in areas of darkness across the nations you know everywhere that we stand we just don't take this moment for granted because when we would stand in the gap and pray there is going to be darkness that is going to be dispelled because of the light that is going to be made manifest because we stand in the gap to pray tonight hallelujah hallelujah father we thank you jesus you know uh, i'm just going to take uh, as i was just you know, the, the uh, point to pray for the nations. We're going to quickly stand. But before that, let me say, I took the, uh, the exaltation from Ezekiel chapter 22. And verse 30 is my key verse. But before that, if you would look at it in Ezekiel 22, the verse, the chapter, you know, till Ezekiel 22, 23, it's all, all about gloom and doom. And it, the chapter 22, it talks about the title of that verse is Sins of Israel. So the Israelites were sinning because of bloodshed, because of idolatry, adultery, profaning Sabbath, forgetting God. And then the next, next few verses talks about Israel, it's God's judgment over Israel. And then the last part before, before verse 30 is he talks about Israel's wicked leaders, false prophets, false, false priests. And, and, you know, prince who are doing wrong, false prophets who, are, who would come and say, thus says the Lord when God never spoke, priest who would not distinguish between clean and unclean, who would not give due respect for Sabbath, and princes who would, uh, you know, uh, who would uh, ill-treat the fatherless and the poor. So this is the background, and God says in Ezekiel 22, verse 30, So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. Therefore, I poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with my fire of my wrath, and I have recompensated their deeds on their own heads, says the Lord God. And then a cross-reference of that led me to Isaiah 59, verse 16. 16 he says, He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no, there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation for him. And his own righteousness, it sustained him. Remember, with or without you, God would bring forth the salvation. But I would rather be a part of that army of God to stand in the gap and pray for the needs of the nations. Amen. Tonight, the call is not, as I said earlier, it is not just to pray for this next 20 minutes or so and go back. But the call is to, so that the Spirit of the Lord would stir that water that when we would go back to our houses, the need to stand in the gap and pray. God said, I sought the earth and I found none. Today, would we make that commitment and say, God, I want to stand in the gap and pray. The world around me is out of unrest, or, uh, you know, everywhere, war, and you can talk about it, you can name any form of crisis, and it is around that. I'm going to make it a commitment to stand in the gap and pray. To stand in the gap and pray, there is a wardrobe that you need to wear. All right. So just quickly, turn to your neighbor and ask, are you the one? Okay. Not bad. Okay. And you know, there, is a, there is a dress that you need to wear to stand in the gap and pray. And that's what I want to talk about. And it's pretty much very familiar. I'm going to talk about Ephesians 6. I need to quickly go through. In Ephesians 6, he says, you know, it says, um, I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but we know what we're talking about. The first part is, uh, it talks about, therefore, 
therefore, stand therefore, having ridded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So there are two things that you need to be dressed with to stand in the gap. First one is integrity. You know, the belt was a symbol that kept everything intact. There were loose ends of a Roman soldier's clothing, and the belt kept everything intact. So the first thing that you need to be dressed with integrity each day, walk in integrity before God and before man so that you will be found blameless, number one. Second one, the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate of righteousness covered vital organs of the body. And in Proverbs Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issue of life. So for you to stand in the gap and pray, you need to guard your heart with all diligence. If you could just go about doing whatever you want and get an unclean heart, it is impossible to stand in that gap and to make that difference. So guard your heart with all diligence. And the third thing is, uh, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You know, by the finished work of, you know, the Roman soldiers had shoes that had nails so that they could stand firm. You know, for us to stand firm and stand in the gap and intercede for the nations, we need to know the finished work of Christ and the peace that we know that we stand in right with God because Jesus paid the price. And that is the, uh, that is the hope that we have, and that gives us the stability to stand regardless of what the enemy puts at you. You can stand because of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. So put on, put on the shoes short of peace. And moving forward, it says, above all, taking the shield of faith. You know, quite often it comes like one man, one man. How, you know, how is it possible? Will my prayer make a difference in such a world of chaos and confusion and so on? But it was that one man who decided to, when God told him to leave his people and go, he left and became the father of nations. It was that one man, when everybody else was fleeing, would stand and say that, how can an uncircumcised Philistine defile the name of the Most High God? It was one man. It was one man when God would speak to him, would come and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. It was one man at all. It was one man who put 430 prophets of all. It was always one man. And would you want to be that one man? And your prayer is making a difference your faith is making so every time the enemy you want to stand in the gap and pray and the enemy would say you think your prayer is going to make any impact you take a shield of faith and say i stand here by the authority of the almighty god and the finished work on the cross and the price that jesus paid and i know that the blood of jesus has not lost its power and there is redemption and the nations will be washed by the blood of jesus i exercise my faith i will not faint when i have to stand because i take the shield of faith and the enemy cannot be pushed push me back i am one but because, because who I am in Christ Jesus, I am a majority. Take on the shield of faith and stand in the gap. The nation needs you. Hallelujah. And then we, uh, it goes on to say, uh, faith and, uh, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked ones and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, the helmet of salvation. And you know, this is the most important, important part of our warfare. As we stand in the battle, we need to, I, I, you know, we, we need to, you know, salvation is not limited to a one-time act of the past or and even of a future. God's salvation is in an ongoing process. You know, if the head gets injured, everything else is in vain. So you need to have your salvation worked out each day with fear and trembling and walk in right accord with the Lord if you want to stand in the gap. And the last part of it, it says that, um, and, and, the sword, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the, word of the God, which is the Word of God. As we know that the Word of God is life, the Word of God is power. And when Jesus, when Jesus was tempted, he took the Word of God. 
And so it is when you would stand in the gap and when you want to stand and intercede for nations, one man is going to make a difference when you would apply the word of God. The word of God, is, the word of God can do what, what no other thing can do. You know, so the word of God will be your, 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 your weapon against the enemy. So tell, tell your neighbor, dress, dress, to, uh, dress for the occasion. Hallelujah. So we're just going to stand up and pray. All right. So this evening, we're going to take just four. Up. Please rise up as we're going to pray. I've, taken, I've just got a few more minutes. I'll take about five or six prayer points. As we pray, there is just one request that we are just not going to pray. God say, God, I want to be that one man. Just let the first prayer be a prayer of commitment. First prayer point say, Lord, I will stand in the gap and I will pray. I see confusion. I look at news and I get so terrified. But this night I pray in the name of Jesus. I will not sit and talk about what is happening but I would go on my knees and I would be that one man who is clothed to stand in the gap and pray and intercede for the nations because I want to see the nations be washed by the blood of Jesus I don't know what Lord give us no fame give us no name but Lord let the blood of Jesus wash millions and let's use this nation as a point of contact Lord wash Oman by the blood of Jesus Lord millions do not know you father but this day we stand in the gap and as we would pray Holy Spirit you said that when we would pray that the darkness around this nation will be displayed. The gospel and the light of Jesus will be made manifest this night. Hallelujah. Father, if you are, if it is your personal commitment, you don't need to lift your hands, but say, Father, I, I make an obligation to stand in the gap and pray for the nations each passing day, not one day, not two day. Every day I will stand in the gap and I will pray. I have been called to come to this nation to see the salvation of this nation and I make my, I make my commitment to stand in the gap and pray. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The second point that I want to pray about is that, you know, when Jesus, Jesus died, he rose again, and then he was with his disciples for 40 days, and he was taken off. He was taken. And he, all Jesus told his disciples is, tarry. And you know what happens is, that those times were uncertain times. They really don't know. These are mere fishermen who have no past experience, no theology, no, no great background, don't know what to do. During those uncertain times, when the power of the Holy Spirit empowered them, the church grew many folds. And I want to pray that, make that our second prayer point. During these times of uncertainty, that the, that, that the churches, the kingdom of God's souls, there would be a rich harvest. This year, we would see a rich harvest of souls. During these times of uncertainty all around us, say, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. During seasons and times such as this, where there is total chaos all across the globe, we would see, the Lord, we would see souls added to the church, Lord. We would see nations where the gospel was not able to penetrate, will penetrate, and there would be a rich harvest this year in the name of Jesus. And whatever is my role as an interceder, to stand in the gap and pray. Father, I pray grace over me to accomplish that task. Grace over each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. During this time, we would see the church grow many folds, many folds in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And you know, First Kings chapter 18 verse 45, you know the, the prayer of Elijah. Elijah prayed, 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 did not cease, prayed, prayed, prayed. He saw a cloud and there was a heavy rain. You know, the prayer of Elijah changed the weather of that nation for that day. Tonight, we're going to pray, and it's going to change. I don't know how many of you choose to believe, but I choose to believe that it's going to change, you know, the political scenarios across the nations. It is going to change the social, the economical, or whatever, whatever color you want to add to it. That is going to be a change because we're going to stand in the gap and pray. Let's raise our voice and say, Father, 
We are not giving up. We're just going to pray for nations, Father. Let there be a change. Lord, as Elijah prayed, there was a change in the weather. But now tonight when we pray, there will be breakthroughs politically. Lord, there would be breakthroughs in the social sector. There would be breakthroughs economically. Lord, in every form that we need to see the government rules and policies to change. Tonight, as we would stand and as we would pursue further, further to stand in the gap and pray, we pray that we will see changes that the kingdom and the name of Jesus will be established not in one nation not in two nations not just the Middle East but the entire globe will know that Jesus lives because Lord there is an army that will that has made an obligation to stand in the gap Lord clothed in the way you want us to clothe and pray and intercede for the nations in Jesus name we pray I want to take second chronicles 714 it says if my people who are called by, called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. We're going to pray, Lord Jesus, for healing in our nations. How many of you would, you know, time and again we are caught up just, you know, putting up our needs, our requests, our, what, our requests and what we desire to see in our lives ahead of the needs of the nation. You can look at India, you can see... The, 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 the Hindutva movement taking over the nation. They have taken 60, 30%, 60, 70% of the states they're ruling. And we sit here and we are praying for little, little things, trivial things, which really doesn't matter. The nations are losing grip. Where are we going to stand? We say, God, heal our nation. Heal our nation. Everywhere you turn, there is chaos. There is, there is you, you just name any wicked thing that's happening. Lord, let there be a physical healing of the, you know, the climatic conditions. Let there be a physical healing over our nations, Lord. Let there be a spiritual healing, Lord Jesus. Lord, we are, Lord, we see so many times that, Lord, Lord, adverse things happen. But tonight we pray in the name of Jesus over and above everything else. We want to see the name of Jesus exalted. Whatever is the, whatever is the problem in your country that you see and it's, you see, you see that the enemy is gaining control and you can just bring it to the presence of the Lord this night. Political scenarios, dictators that, the, the whole of Africa is ruled by dictators who do not want to let go of their seats and time and again poor are exploited nothing happens you know the gospel doesn't reach people there is chaos confusion red tapism there is you know bribery and you name every wickedness it is there Lord say God heal my nation heal my nation if this is your cry lift your voice and say Jesus heal my nation the Lord there is corruption Lord there is red tapism Lord there is Lord all forms of wickedness Lord Jesus. Lord, the freedom of speech is slowly being snatched out. Lord, everything that was so easy years ago, now it is impossible. Lord, there is no freedom to preach the gospel, but we pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Let there be a healing. Let there be a healing all across. Let the healing wind of the Almighty God sweep through the nations in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Take this as a prayer point, even as you would go back. Stand in the gap and pray for the healing of your nation. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's put in the one more point. In Jonah 4.11, he says, And should I not pity Nineveh, the great city in which are more than 120,000 people who cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand and much livestock? There is one part of the world who just don't know the gospel, who just don't know the difference between right and left. And we just don't know what next, how and how the gospel will penetrate. But as an interceder tonight, we're just going to ask God, have mercy upon our nations, Lord. There are so many places that the gospel just has not reached. 
and there are so many areas where people just don't know what is good, what is right, what is wrong. There are people say, I don't practice religion. They don't know. It is not about religion. It is about relationship and it is about life eternal that we are talking about. Just lift up your voice and say, God, for all those who have never heard the gospel, tonight I stand in the gap and I pray. Let the gospel reach. Let the gospel penetrate. Let the gospel reach out to them. Lord, all those millions and millions who live in areas where they don't even have roads, no transportation, and the gospel hasn't reached out. And even where gospel has reached out, they don't know why are people coming to tell them about Jesus. Tonight, Father, we stand in the gap as a church and we bring our, our request to you, Father. We pray. Lord, Lord, have mercy upon them. Let the nations be washed by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just one quick point that we would pray for Oman very specifically. The Lord has sustained peace over this nation. And we pray moving into 2018 with all kind of confusion around that that peace will continue. Let, let that Jehovah Shalom will have a permanent residence in this nation. The boundaries of this nation will be sealed by the blood of Jesus that no, no devices of the enemy, no plans of the enemy can penetrate into the nation because the blood of Jesus has sealed this nation. Why? Because we stand in the gap tonight and we pray. We pray and we are calling out to the Almighty God, say, Jesus, nothing can penetrate into the nation because the blood of Jesus has sealed every entry and every exit. And Jehovah Shalom, you have permanent residence in the Sultanate of Omar and there will be peace in the name of Jesus. Use this as a point of contact and pray for your nation. If there is some kind of calamity, some kind of problem that your nation is facing, say, God, in the name of Jesus, let peace return to my nation. Let peace return to my nation. Enough is enough. The enemy has taken so much of, created so much of unrest tonight because I stand in the gap and I believe that I am that one person that is making the difference because we stand in the gap and we would see in the name of Jesus that Lord, Lord, your peace will prevail over our nation. In Jesus' name we pray. One last thing, you know, the book of Ezra and Nehemiah, you look at two things. In the book of Ezra, the word of God is preached and it brings about edification, purification. And when we move on to the book of Nehemiah, somebody is burdened because the city lays in vain. He couldn't pursue with his, his profession because he couldn't see his city break down. In us, you know, it starts with you and with me. If you want to see this nation have a major revival, it, is, it doesn't start from outside the church. It is from within the church. The river of God should flow in and through me. And that everyone in the streets, it will be an overflow. That people on the streets and the highways and byways will drink of it. Tonight, let's just pray. Father, let your word, let it start with me tonight. I pray for revival. I pray that your name be glorified. I pray that this nation be washed by the blood of Jesus. Lord, all the nations of the world be washed by the blood of Jesus. We pray that it start with our church. Lord, let the word of God take root in us. Lord, that we will soak in your glory, in your presence, in the power of your word. And Lord, we will be overcome by zeal to serve you, to see your kingdom come. And Lord Jesus, the river of the living God will flow out of us, flow through us. That Lord, it will flood the streets. It will flood the highways and the byways. And the nations will be washed by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father, tonight. Thank you, Father, that you have called us, Lord, in the first month of this year, 2018. Lord, all those of us, 
if you have really made a commitment, you don't need to lift your hands, but really raise up your voice and say, God, I'm making a commitment. This is between you and God, that I will stand over and above everything else. I will stand. If this is not for anybody else, it is for me. I will stand in the gap and I will pray for the nations because I want to see the nations be washed by the blood of Jesus. And if I am here in this nation, this nation has to be washed by the blood of Jesus. I've been called. I've been sent to this nation. So to see the salvation of this nation, just, raise, just, just lift your voice and cry out to God and say, I'm not walking out of a just mere 20 minutes prayer, but I'm making a commitment that as long as I am here, as wherever I am, I will stand in the gap as that one man to pray for the nations. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your glory. And I pray that everybody who desired to stand in the gap, super grace over their life, Lord Jesus. Strength, fresh anointing, thirst, and Lord Jesus, liberty and freedom in your presence. We give you the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Give a big round of applause to the Almighty God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Tonight we are going to fight. Are you ready to fight? Are you ready to fight? Praise the Lord. The psalmist says, Blessed be the Lord, who teacheth my hand to war, and my finger to fight. Praise the Lord. Say, Father, arise tonight and fight my battles. Begin to talk to God. I pray, King of glory, arise tonight, O Lord, and let every battle of my life be discomfited. In the name of Jesus, arise, O Lord, and fight for me. King of glory, arise, O Lord, and fight my battles tonight. King of kings, arise and let every battle of my life be discomfited. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. We give you all glory. Thank you because we are in your presence again. Thank you for what you will do in our life tonight. Be exalted above heaven, so Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let us be seated briefly. Briefly, amen. Tonight we shall be destroying every satanic stronghold in our lives, in our family, in our children, in the life of our loved ones. Every satanic stronghold must be destroyed. Praise the Lord. When we say stronghold, we mean that area of our life that is strengthening the hand of the enemy against us. That area, that very point, that very location, that very thing in our life that is making the hand of the enemy 
to be strong upon us, must be destroyed tonight in the name of Jesus. That area where the enemy is launching from, the hiding place of the enemy, attacking our life, must be exposed and be brought down tonight in the name of Jesus. Let us open our Bible to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32. Proverbs 16, 32. Proverbs 16, 32. It says, He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. Praise the Lord. What we are going to pray, first of all, what we are going to deal with are our internal stronghold. Praise the Lord. Our internal stronghold. Those things that are inside of us that is making it easy for the enemy to defeat us. Those are the ones we will deal with first. Praise the Lord. The first one we are going to deal with is the stronghold of anger. The stronghold of anger. Right where you are sitting, you will say, Father, in the name of Jesus, destroy every stronghold of anger in my life. In the name of Jesus. Destroy every stronghold of anger in my life in the name of Jesus. Make it null and void. Let it be of no effect in the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, I pray, King of glory, every stronghold of anger in the name of Jesus. Let it be destroyed. Let it be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Let it be destroyed. Let it be cleared off. You stronghold of anger over my life, I rule over you tonight. Be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. We will pray also and destroy the stronghold of prayerlessness. When a man is not able to pray, that man is already defeated. He does not need any external attack to come before he will be falling. Because the main strength that God has given to him or her, he is not exercising it. So we are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every stronghold of prayerlessness in my life be defeated in the name of Jesus. Be defeated in the name of Jesus. My Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, that thing that is occupying my time, that is not allowing me to pray, that thing that has taken over my heart, that is making prayer not something I want to do easily. Father, tonight, arise and judge it, O Lord, and free me from prayerlessness. In the name of Jesus, and free me from prayerlessness. As from now on, Jehovah, let me pray. Let me pray on season. In the name of Jesus, without season, Lord, let me pray. My Father, let me pray. In the name of Jesus, thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. We will still pray and talk to God tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. 
every power of indiscipline, every power of laziness militating against me be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Be destroyed in the name of Jesus. If a man cannot control his spirits, if a man cannot control his spirits, then he will not be able to do anything. My Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, King of glory, my Father, help me, O Lord, tonight. Destroy laziness in my life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. We give you praise. We appreciate you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us open our Bible to Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6, we will read verses 1 to 3. Deuteronomy chapter 6. It said, now this is the commandment, and these are the status and judgment which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over. Praise the Lord. If a man decided to be disobedient to the word of God, that man has built a very strong hold for the enemy against his life. We are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every stronghold of disobedience, let it be destroyed in my life. My Father, my Father, your word says if my obedience is complete, you will bring every disobedient in my life to judgment. My Father, I pray tonight, let every disobedient in my life be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Every root of disobedience, let it be uprooted. Let it be scattered. Let every root of disobedience in my life be scattered in the name of Jesus. Rabagashentirimasenda. My Father, I pray, let every root of disobedience in my life, in the name of Jesus, thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We are still going to pray. The Bible says, if a man does not believe, if a man does not believe, he's as, he's as unstable as what? As water. If a man does not believe, the man already have a stronghold. The stronghold of unbelief is enough to destroy a man completely. You will say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every stronghold of unbelief be scattered in the name of Jesus. Be scattered in the name of Jesus. King of glory, I pray, my Father, my Father, let every stronghold of unbelief concerning my life be scattered in the name of Jesus. Let every stronghold of unbelief in my life be scattered in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Let us open our Bible to Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 11. Ezekiel 11. Ezekiel 11, verses uh, 1 to 3. It says, Moreover, the Spirit lifted me up 
and brought me unto the east gate of the Lord's house, which looked eastward. And behold, at the door of the gate, five and twenty men, among whom I saw Jazaniah, the son of Azor, and Pelatiah, the son of Benaniah, prince of the people. Then said he unto me, Son of man, these are the men that devise mischief and give wicked counsel in the city. We say, it is not near. Let us build houses. This city is the cauldron, and we are the flesh. Praise the Lord. What I'm going to, what we are, the section we are going to go into now is this stronghold that are built, you know, in form of a cauldron around us that makes us not to be able to do what God wants us to do because of these external forces. Praise the Lord. Let's also open our Bible to Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. Daniel 10 from verses 12. Then said he, then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day thou, thou, thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten that said before thy God, thy word were hard, and I am come for thy works. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the king of Persia. We are going to pray and talk to God. Whatever is the power of the enemy that is militating against us, that the Lord will crush it tonight in the name of Jesus. Every power that is militating against our lives, against our family, against our people, that the Lord will crush them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, he says, He increases his people greatly and make them stronger than their enemy. We are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as from now on, O Lord, make me stronger than my enemy. In the name of Jesus, let us rise up. Let us rise up. Father, Lord, as from now on, in the name of Jesus, make me stronger in the name of Jesus than my enemy. Father, I pray, my Father, my God, I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, make me stronger than my enemy. In the name of Jesus, thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Psalm 59, in Psalm 56, verse 9, says, When I cry unto thee, then shall my enemy turn back. This I know, for God is for me. You are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I cry unto you today. Every enemy of my stronghold, every enemy militating against me, let them go back in the name of Jesus. Let them go back in the name of Jesus. 
the stronghold of sickness against my life. As I cry unto you today, Father, let it be terminated. In the name of Jesus, let it be terminated. The stronghold of barrenness against my life. As I, as I call upon you today, let it be terminated. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Psalm 52, 57, verse 2, I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. Begin to talk to God. As I cry unto you today, Lord, let all things be performed for me. In the name of Jesus, I cry unto you, my Father, let all things be performed. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, let all things be performed. Thank you, mighty Jehovah. Reka pausi dariba bashenda, yeke burianda ride kayando sanda. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, ragababa shenti ribaba. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. John chapter fifteen verse five says, "For without me, you can do nothing. For without me, you can do nothing." You are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, deliver me, O Lord, from every stronghold of unbelief in the name of Jesus. Father, let my faith, O Lord, be strong in you and help me, O Lord, help me, help my unbelief in the name of Jesus. Help my unbelief, Jehovah, my Father, my Father, help my unbelief, King of glory, in the name of Jesus. I know, Father, without you, I can do nothing. Without you, I can do nothing. Help me to abide in you, O Lord. Help me to abide in you, Jesus. Help me to abide in you, King of glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My Father, Lord, thank you, mighty God. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Say, Father, arise and destroy every satanic prophecy against my life in the name of Jesus. Father, arise tonight and destroy every satanic prophecy, every utterance of the enemy against my life. Arise tonight and put an end to it. Let it not come to pass in the name of Jesus. Who said a thing and it cometh to pass if it is not the law? My Father, arise in the name of Jesus and put to an end every prophecy of the enemy against my life, against my family, against my children. In the name of Jesus, I pray, O oh Lord, destroy the prophecy. Destroy the prophecy. The prophecy of the enemy against my family, let it be destroyed. Let every evil utterance, every evil utterance against my family, let it be null and void. Let it be of no effect in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Say, Father, Father, Every negative appointment for my destiny, let it be terminated 
in the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. I pray, my Father, every negative appointment, every negative appointment that is against my destiny, my Father, my Father, tonight let it be terminated. Let it be terminated in the name of Jesus. I will not fulfill the appointment of the enemy. I will not fulfill the appointment of the enemy. I will not carry out the desire of the devil in the name of Jesus. I pray, King of glory, in the name of Jesus, every negative appointment against my destiny be terminated, be terminated in the name of Jesus, be terminated, be terminated, be terminated. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Say, Father, Father, arise and scatter every bewitchment against my life. In the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. I pray, mighty God, arise. Arise, O Lord, and scatter every bewitchment. Every bewitchment against my life. Father, arise and scatter them. Every bewitchment against my children. Father, arise and scatter them. Every bewitchment against your church. Father, let it be scattered. In the name of Jesus, let it be scattered. In the name of Jesus, let it be scattered. In the name of Jesus, let it be scattered. Every bewitchment against my job. Every bewitchment against my promotion. Every bewitchment against my success. Let it be scattered. In the name of Jesus, let it be scattered. In the name of Jesus, thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Say, Father, Father, arise and uproot anything you did not plant inside of me. In the name of Jesus, arise and uproot. Arise and uproot everything that you did not plant inside of me, anything that you did not create with me, O Lord. Today, in the name of Jesus, there is an end. Father, arise and uproot everything you did not plant in me, every sickness that is in my body. Father, begin to uproot them now. Begin to uproot them now. Because you did not plant them inside of me, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, approve them, Lord. Approve them, Jehovah. That thing that you did not plant inside of me, that is growing, Lord. The word says you will cut it down. The word says you will burn it with fire. I pray, King of glory, that thing that you did not plant in me, that is growing. Jesus, terminate it tonight. Let it be uprooted. Let it be uprooted. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You are going to pray and say, Father, every power attacking me in the dream, every power polluting my dream, scatter in the name of Jesus. Begin to talk to God. Every power, every power attacking me spiritually, every power polluting me spiritually, every power polluting me spiritually, 
receive fire. Be buried in the grave of fire in the name of Jesus. Receive fire in the name of Jesus. Receive fire. Every power attacking me in my dream. Receive fire. Receive fire. Receive fire in the name of Jesus. Receive fire. Scatter in the name of Jesus. Scatter in the name of Jesus. Masege tariba kayando sonda. Bayakondori abasidara. Leka karababa shenderebos. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Oh, precious is the blood that makes me white as snow. No, other found I know. Nothing but the blood, Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. How precious is the blood that makes me white as of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, I receive power, I receive dominion over every satanic challenges against my destiny, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, I dominate every satanic challenges against my destiny, by the blood of Jesus, I dominate every satanic challenges against my sources in the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, my Father, my God, I dominate in the name of Jesus. I receive dominion over satanic challenges that is confronting my destiny in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I bless you. Ancient of days, I bless you. Thank you, Lord, for fighting my fight tonight. Thank you, Lord, for giving me victory tonight. I worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, mighty God. I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. Be exalted, Father. Thank you, thank you, in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for a minute. I call Angie for C to come forward. Before Angie for C can get ready, uh, there's something that I would like to share with you. Imagine you have a big boat and you're sailing on the sea. And you see two groups of people, one in the ocean on a small boat, but doing nothing. But you see another group of people screaming out at you or crying out to you. 
and you have this capacity to take one group or to take both also, who would you take? The one who's screaming and shouting out or the one who is just remaining silent? The one who screams. The one who calls out to God. Everywhere when you see Christ perform a miracle, you always find him calling out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. So today, if you cry out to Christ, he will come to your aid. Amen. Let us stand as the NG4C is going to lead us into worship and let us rejoice with them and let us be a blessing. Let us rise, please. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your amazing grace, for your unfailing love, O oh, Father. Oh Lord, we thank you, Lord, that how your good purposes towards your children never change. And we thank you and we praise you that you who have began a good work in us will bring into completion until the day of Christ Jesus, Lord. To you all glory and praise forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Let us worship the Lord. Tell the Lord, Father, your grace is enough for me. It's your grace we need, Lord. Without your grace, we are nothing, Father. Lift our hands and worship the Lord. we bow before you we lift up the name of Jesus father father we want to honor you today we want to give you all the glory Lord father give us the grace to worship you in spirit and in truth Lord God we exalt your name today, Lord God. Father, we as a church bow our knees to you today. We crown you as our king, as our master, as our savior. We crown you as our healer, as our God.
love you. Teach us to love you, Lord God. continue to worship the Lord bring up your personal request it's time it's time for the Lord to answer you today is your time today is your opportunity today the day you can ask and if you are on your knees before the King of Kings and before the Lord and if you have your right attitude to receive it it will be yours Father, your children cry out to you right now. For those who are looking for jobs, Lord God. Desperately looking for jobs, Master. Father, send forth, send forth your ministering angels. Those who are looking for healing, Lord God. Send forth your word. Father, those who want changes in their life. Send it forth, Lord God. Father, this is the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad. We will rejoice and be glad because today you have ordained. You have ordained it, Lord God. Today, the day of deliverance, Lord God. Today, the manifestation of your presence, Lord God, is going to take place in this room. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. Let us give a clap offering unto the Lord. For he deserves the glory and the honor and the praise. He alone, he alone, he alone, not man. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. God bless you, NG4C. Praise the Lord. Today, for my exhortation, before we can go to a time of prayer, being the new year, being the first vigil night, I want to do something different. And I know many of you might be doing what, I've, what I'm going to bring forth to you, but I just want to make sure that we are all doing the same thing. I've titled my exhortation today as...
you can use your thing. This doesn't work, sister. Practical ways to fulfill the Great Commission at home and fulfilling the precept of the year. Practical ways to fulfill the Great Commission at home. We all want to, we are supposed to fulfill the Great Commission, but let it begin at home. How can you and your family fulfill the Great Commission of Christ if you are unable to go? If you are unable to go, how are you able to fulfill the Great Commission of Christ? Number one, you need to help or to show your family to understand the importance and the significance of what Jesus said in the Word of God. Number one, you need to tell them. Number two, as we need to discuss the Great Commission together with our family. It's good for you to know, but does your children know about it? Have you taught your children about it? It's a very important thing. When we turn to Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. Is it okay if we can just stand up for reading this word together? We will read it, Matthew 28. The reason I say this is, I, I request all parents to make sure, I'm not going to say by the end of this year, by this week, your children and you should memorize this by heart, not just you. Shall we read it together? Three, two, go. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Now, clearly we see in this passage, Jesus commanding us to go. Very clear. He's commanded us to go. Now, the question is, I have two questions. Are you willing to go and make disciples of all nations if he calls you? Are you willing to go if the call comes to you tonight? Or was the call given to you and you refused it? Number one. Number two, are you willing to prepare your children to answer this call to go into the world? Are you willing to prepare your children to go? That's the second question. I am reminded of a story of a young pastor who week after week preached on going into the mission fields. And every week he preached this. And as he gave the altar call, the youth started coming in. And this pastor was so excited, the leaders of the church was excited, and there was great excitement because they found that the youth was coming forward and giving their lives to go into the mission fields. After some time, suddenly one more day, the pastor gave a call. And he says, there is a call today. Who is willing to go 
into the world. And as he looked, for, he looked up to the hile, he found a very young girl walking towards the pulpit. And to his great surprise, it was his only daughter walking forward, taking the call. The pastor watched his daughter and he could not speak. Here was this pastor was so vibrant every week after week, telling people to clap hands as people, children came forward. But at this time, when he seen his only daughter walking down the aisle, he became silent because the pastor prepared everyone to go, but he didn't prepare himself to make sure that when his daughter got the call, he was not prepared. It is a critical that you prepare your family for the possibility that God might call either you or call your entire family to go. Can I hear an amen? amen? Mom and dad, all parents here, I'm going to ask you this question. He might call you to the mission field. He might call you once your children are grown up and your children have left home and they have gone and you are wondering what should I do? Shall I go and live in my retirement home? But God says, I'm calling you to come with your husband and wife. Will you be prepared to take the call? You have served, you have helped, you have done everything for your children. But what if he calls you when you are prepared to settle down? The Lord of the universe is asking us to go into all the world. However, as you think realistically about the possibilities of fulfilling this great commission, you should think about it not only as yourself, but also with your family. There are two distinctive possibilities about this. Number one, you could become a missionary and physically go wherever the Lord leads you. If the call comes, you could become a missionary and you can go. Number two, if you don't feel that the Lord is calling you away from your home right now, if you do not feel and you are here, that's the reason you are not gone and I'm not gone. Am I right? If you do not feel, he still wants you to go. We always think that go is for everybody else. But if you read that word go, it is for you. And it's for me. But when are we going to take this call? He wants you to be a missionary right where you are in your neighborhood. Sometimes you are unable to go. God wants you to be a missionary where you are, where your neighborhood is. He wants you to be a missionary even in your family. It's not only that you have to go out also. Are you a missionary in your family? With your friends? Are you mission-minded with your friends? At work, he wants you to be a prayer missionary. If you are to write something in your, in your book today, write the word, God wants me to be a prayer missionary. Or in other words, a prayer evangelist. God wants you to be a prayer evangelist going all the way to all the worlds by the power and the authority that he has given you through prayer. Through prayer. So what is a prayer evangelist? What is a prayer evangelist? He or she is someone who can take seriously the call of God as we have got the precept of this year. Turn to Matthew chapter 9. 
Look at verse 37 and 38. We'll read that together. It's on the screen. Can we read that together? Three, two, go. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send workers into the harvest field. A prayer evangelist is also one who prays for the lost. Making sure that he and his family memorizes Matthew 7, 30, 37, and 38. There's another scripture. Not just you, but your entire household should know this by this week. Make it as a commitment that this week, as for me and my household, we will memorize this completely. My children will memorize this. There are many nations that need prayer. What about the nations we represent? They need prayer. Look at the chaos that is taking place. Don't go too far. Go to India, go to Nigeria. Just visit these two lands and see the chaos that is taking place. We, don't misunderstand me. We come here maybe on a vigil night. We come here on a Thursday. We come for intercession. We pray and then it's forgotten. And when do we think to pray for the nations again? When it comes up in some other prayer. But this is supposed to be our lifestyle. Prayer of your family can make a difference in all these places, in any situation, to draw the lost to Christ if you and your family are on your knees. Always be willing to be open to what God wants you to do as you pray for the workers to be sent to the harvest field. Pay attention. As you pray for the workers to go into the harvest field, be a good listener. You heard me? As you're praying for the workers to go into the harvest field, you have to learn to be a good listener. Perhaps he will ask you to become the answer to your own prayer. You got me? What you're praying for others, God will say, I want you to answer your own prayer. But are you prepared? How would you respond? The question is, how would you respond? If you are not sensing a call to go anywhere other than where you are right now, at this very point, that means if you are not getting the call or sensing it, God wants you to be where you are. You got me now? If the call is not coming, you're not, fencing, you're not sensing it for some reason, the word is spoken, but you are not, you're, it's not touching you at this moment, it means God wants you to be where you are. But what will you do? That's the question. You know where you are supposed to be, but what will you do? Here are, I'm going to give you some practical ways. I have shared this with my cell members uh, last two weeks. So I thought, I told them that I'm going to bring it up here for the vigil night. I want to give you practical ways and creative ways to involve not only you, but to, to involve your family to become a prayer missionary or a prayer evangelist. Amen? Number one. Sister, can you take over? I love you, sister. Number one, what you see on the screen. Make a 10 most wanted list. Now, I'm going to give you several ways. You see what, what suits you and your family, okay? Please take notes. 
because you think that you will remember it when you go, by the time you go out of this door, it's gone. Please. Number one, put pictures of family members or friends on a wall. Uh, the one that you see here, this part, that is my prayer list. That is my prayer list. I'll just give you an example. You can put names of number one, you can take family members, choose 10 people, friends or families. Then choose mission fields, choose nations, choose people from your neighborhood, choose someone from your school, the company that you work, those in authority. You've got a, you've got a variety of lists. I have used this big chart paper, and I will tell you exactly where you can keep it as time as we go. Let every member of your family select at least one person that you're going to pray for. Your children, let your children be involved. Just only not you. Every child. Do you know the small child, Zach? He can still read, you know that? You can give him a name and he can read. Believe me, it's true. He's, I think, not even two years. Zach, I love you. He can read words. Tell your child, give him a name and ask the child to pray. If you have a large family, then you may need to increase the number for people to pray. Make a commitment as a family that you will pray each day for the salvation of one of these people that is on this chart. You give each one. And if you have like 20 names and you have five members, give them three names or give them four names and say, son, daughter, these are the four names and it will be easy for them to do. Watch and see what God will do when you and your family bow your knees to be a prayer evangelist. Amen? Whenever one of your most wanted people in this list come to Christ, anyone in this list comes to Christ, beside it, put found. Put found and put the date. And have a celebration that day as a family. Let us go out. One member is found today. Because what does the Bible say? There is rejoicing in heaven. So that's what we are supposed to be rejoicing. Amen? Are you sleeping? Okay. Number two, make a missionary prayer list. See, do you know our church is, our church is maybe 90, 95, 98% goes for mission fields. Do you know that? You're looking at me like as if I'm dead. It's true. All our money is sent for mission fields. Make a list of missionaries. Make another column for mission, mission field, and the churches. And if it's possible, talk to Pastor Abraham and say, Pastor, I am praying for missionaries. Is it possible for you to give me a photograph of the missionaries that we are supporting? Put that photograph over there. Ask Pastor. Then if you get the name of the missionary, ask Pastor, Pastor, from which country is this missionary? Take that country from where this missionary has come. Find out from Pastor which town or which city, which state he is. Mark it on that spot and put it in your child's bedroom, the map of the, where the missionary is. So your child will know daddy and mommy is praying for a missionary who's in Uganda, who's in Kenya, who's in Africa, anywhere. You understand? Your child is now getting involved with you. He's becoming part of you praying for missionaries. This is a wonderful project if you start it, and it will not only encourage you, it will also encourage missionaries as well to know that there is somebody standing in the gap. Amen? Number three, pray for those in authority. 
Here is another good passage to memorize as a family. Let us turn to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. Can we read that together? 3, 2, go. I urge then, first of all, that request and prayer, intercession and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and those in authority, that we may live peacefully and a quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men to come to the knowledge of the truth. So, what is God's heart in this passage? What is the heart of God in this passage? Look at the scripture and see what is the heart of God in this passage that you can think of. He wants us to pray for everyone. And he specifically mentions those in authority. Normally what we do when we talk about authority, we curse them. I used to do that. I, I'm so upset with Modi with what he does. But what was God telling me here? You cannot be upset. You go and pray for him. That's what he's commanded us. We all speak bad about the man. All Indians. We do that. Because he has brought all these new rules and he has made the nation upside down. But God has commanded us to pray for those in authority. Number, number two, you must remember one thing. Find out where these missionaries are. They are living. You must always remember, because whenever these missionaries are in very dangerous territory, they are facing a lot of trouble. We don't even hear 50% of what they are going through. He also wants all men to come to the knowledge of the truth. All men. Have you seen that? All men. Now, find out names of government officials where these missionaries are staying, living, and see who are the government officials in that state, the uh, district, or the nation. So you'll get three to four names there. Get their names down also. Are you awake? Amen? So we, were, we must understand, find out their names, adopt one or more to pray for of these people who are in authority. Then talk to pastor. Pastor, I love you. Now don't be growing, crowding, being pastor, okay? Talk to pastor and ask pastor if if he let you know the mission fields that we are supporting. Do you know our church is supporting many mission fields? Talk to pastor. Pastor, there is a mission field. I want to pray for a mission field. Can you give me one or two names of mission fields, pastor? You can ask him that. Because pastor receives letters, sends letters to them. He's getting newsletters. So find out. These are practical ways. Most of all, pray that their hearts will be turned to Christ and that their leadership will be based on, upon God's guidance alone, these missionaries. Amen? Since we are all in Oman at this very time, and we have not got the call to go out, choose to pray for one minister of this nation. So in your list that you have, you should have at least one minister on that list. I have got one minister, the minister that I, 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 I met or served, I was in contact for at least two to three years, there was a, a minister. I have his name on my chart. And I even promised him that I will pray for him. I had the opportunity. Choose a minister. You will never know the man that you're praying for, God will bring him to, in contact with you. Amen? Number four, adopt a country or a people group. 
adopt one country or a people. I'm going to show you something very important here. Look at Psalm number 2, verse 8. Psalm 2, verse 8. It says, are you there? Psalm 2, verse 8. The Bible says, ask of me and I will make the nations what? Whose? Your inheritance. Now, the question is, I'm going to show you something. God is saying, you ask me and I will make your, the nations your inheritance. Now, assume... I will not use your name. I'll use my name. I'm asking God for Oman. Or I'm asking God for Musket. And years pass by, I'm gone. So you'll wonder, what has happened? Why is God not giving him the nation? I want to teach you a truth today. And you will learn to pray. When you come to reign the thousand years with him, those nations will be yours. Those cities will be yours. Every nation that you bow down and you claimed, every nation and city you, you prayed for, that will be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen? That will be the city that you're going to rule. That will be the nation that you will rule for the thousand years. Amen? So write down two nations or circle two cities. And when the Lord tells us to do something, it's very good to do it. Ask the Lord to lay upon your heart a particular country or people also in your in your task, your list. Now, my fifth point. Try to become a global Christian. I'm extending it now. Try to become a global Christian. Put maps or names of nations in your home. Lay hands on them, on that nation that God puts into your heart and start praying. If you can, pray for one continent a day. One continent a day. Simple prayers. Now, as you pray for a continent for a day, remember I told you that you put a, uh, put a nation map in your child's room? Ask your child to pray for that country every day. You'll be gone, but that's his inheritance for your child. Your child will have nations to rule over. Amen? My sixth point is, it's a very... I was talking to Jabba and Sylvia this afternoon and I told them I'm going to share this. Sponsor a child through World Vision or through Compassion International. I know I'm asking you something very hard. You say I'm already having time, hard times taking care of my children where I'm going to sponsor another child. But I want to share something with you. You know this man standing here? I was a sponsored child. For 10 years, I was sponsored a complete education by my foster parents from U.S. I never met them, but there's somebody who took the opportunity to pay for all my studies. And I want to challenge you. When you go on vacation, ask the Lord to show you a child that you can sponsor to educate them. See, you are taking care of your children. One day they are going to leave. Why not you had one more? You know, to the least that you take care, great will be your reward in heaven. Only few amens. Take a child. Do you know, at this age, I still pray for my sponsored parents. I have not even known them. But I've never go a day that I pray for them. I'm here because of the money that they sent for me to be studied. So I challenge you. Ask the Lord, Lord, show me one child, at least from the grade one, poor people. Choose a child, spend. 
See, the money that you're spending for McDonald's, take that one day's meal and tell your children, my darling, this one day's meal for McDonald's, we are sending it back to our country for a child to be educated. Amen? When you pray for the, when you, when you, when you sponsor a child, you got the opportunity to pray for the child's salvation, to pray for the family's salvation. Amen? God is enlarging your territory. We say enlarging territory, we want more house, more land. That is our enlargement of territory. We use the scripture wrong. Enlargement of territory is taking care of motherless and fatherless, providing them one meal. That when they go to have that meal, they say, God, remember this man wherever he is. Remember that woman. It's because of them we are having this meal. Amen? Amens are getting lower. Amen. My seventh point is, I do it. Don't misunderstand me. Now, whatever I'm teaching you today, you take only what you think is wanted, okay? Don't say, Claudie's putting all this on her head. You go to pastor, I can't believe. Ten points he's asking us to do. You choose as the Spirit leads you what you have to do. Amen? My next point is start a prayer walk or a prayer drive. I have done it for years. I'm still doing it. It's very powerful. Prayer walk or prayer drive. Now, drive through so that God will give you an insight as you drive. It's a very powerful tool in your hand. Take a walk, drive together as a family, but remember one thing, now pay attention to this. Do not do anything to draw attention to what you're doing now. This one place. See, in the closet, nobody sees you, correct? But in a prayer drive or a prayer walk, don't say, as you're walking down the street of Vadikabi, God, give me all of Vadikabi. I need this house. I need that house. As you're walking, they will put you in the van and take you away. And Pastor Abraham has to pull you out. So be careful. Don't draw attention to what you're doing. Take your wife. Take your wife. Don't take someone else's wife. Go for the prayer drive. Take your children. Let your children hear you call out names as you're driving. Keep your eyes opened. Then, these, those of you who do running like Samuel, how many, I don't, how many of you uh, do jogging in the morning or evening? Praise God, praise God. Two, three. Only, can you imagine only four people from Bread of Life who do jogging? How unhealthy we are. The moment I say biryani, everyone, pastor, my hand is also up. Okay, for those of you who go for jogging every morning, turn your jogging into a prayer jog. Amen? Take that as an opportunity. Families, on Sundays or Fridays when you're free, after eating nice food, and when you go home, in the evening, tell, let's sit down. Go for a drive around the city. God will show you and start claiming each place as you're going. If you see the hospital, claim the hospital. If you see the ministry, claim the ministry and keep going. But don't close your eyes when you're driving. Okay, my eighth point, become a lighthouse prayer. Please take note of this, become a lighthouse prayer. A lighthouse prayer is a family or a small group of people getting together like Kessel. Kessel is actually a lighthouse prayer. And they now pray for their neighbors. Now, I'm going to give you a very simple one, okay? A simple way to charge, to pray for the lighthouses. Choose five neighbors that you have, okay? Around the closest to your house, five neighbors. Now, 
choose five neighbors, pray five minutes, five days a week, okay? Five minutes, five days, five weeks. Five neighbors, five minutes, five days, five weeks. Pray for them and see what God will do. Try this out. Just to, and then, now I'm going to tell you the important thing. Pray five blessings on them in the word of bless. Five neighbors, five blessings. I'm going to show you the five blessings. Number one, the word bless, and I've taken it divided. Number one, body. Pray for their physical body. Many of your neighbors are suffering. Their health, pray for their safety. There's so much of chaos going, taking place. You have an opportunity to pray for the safety of your neighbor. Amen? Number two, L, labor. Pray for their work. As much as you got a job, pray that your neighbor will be blessed at his workplace. Number three, emotion. Pray for their emotional needs. You do not know what your neighbor is going through. They may not cry out and tell you, but you stand in the gap and pray for the emotional needs of your neighbor. Next, S, social. Pray for their relationship. Do you know how many of our neighbors are going through hard times? Family crisis. We think only the church people are suffering. Outside also they are suffering a lot. Last, S, spiritual. Pray for their spiritual needs that they will come to know Christ as Lord and Savior. And you know, mighty will be your reward because you stood in the gap and you prayed for your neighbors. Amen? Number nine, pray the news. Pray the news. As you read newspaper, don't think you're reading newspaper to, to get knowledge and all that. Basically, God is showing you news from the TV. Those of you who love TV, okay, I'm not, ta I'm not ask, talking about cinema. I'm talking about news. Those of you who like watching news, God gives you that. He shows you characters. He shows you people. He shows you nations. He shows you. Immediately after watching, don't eat after that. Go to your closet, close the room, and pray five minutes for that what you watched. I'm not talking about movies. Don't get me wrong. I don't want any wife to come and tell me my husband is watching TV. News. This is praying news. The moment you watch, five minutes, lock the door and say, Lord, I watched this. This is what you have showed me today. I am interceding for this right now. Practical ways. I'm not asking you to do supernatural things. Now, number 10. Practice on-the-go prayer. Practice on-the-go prayer. I will tell you what is this. As you're driving around the city, wherever, don't, I'm not talking about prayer drive. This is different. As you're driving around the city, be aware of what is happening right around you. Example, look for people who are walking down. People, homeless people, poor people. Look for the person at your stoplight. Do you know why God created stoplights? It is for us Christians to in. In, to increase our prayer. Do you know that if you see somebody on your le left or right, pray for that person. That's the reason stoplights are given for us. And thank God when the stoplight comes. We always want the green light to run through. None of us want to stop. God has created a, stop, a stoplight for you to intercede for that person over there. Last point. Cover schools, work area in your prayer. Pray for the school the schools that your children are attending. Pray for the teachers. Pray for the classmates. 
pray for the secretary, the janitors, pray for everybody that is in the school of where your children are attending. The entire world and everyone around us is our mission field, my brothers and sisters. If you can take just few of this, you will become a mighty prayer evangelist. You'll be a mighty prayer missionary. You don't have to go too far. You can reach the ends of the world by just sitting in your house. If this is where God has kept you, take this time and become a prayer warrior. I've given you 11 ways you can take this entire big chart, sit with your wife and say, okay, how are we going to make our prayer? You divide it, you sit down. If you want, anytime I'm here to help you. This has helped my prayer life. And you know, what, do you know what we struggle with when we go to prayer? After two minutes, we don't know what to pray. True, no? So what we do, now I'm not, I'm not saying anything wrong about tongues. We switch to tongues. You know why? Because we do not know what to pray. Because it's easy. But actually the Bible says if you pray in the Spirit, you must pray with understanding also. So it's very important. Here you have a great way. You're getting all your children involved in prayer. And believe me, when you are gone from here to heaven, your children will remember one thing. If I've asked your children or someone asks your children, they'll say, my mommy and daddy were prayer warriors. Amen? Can we rise up? We're going to pray. Let us sing the song, Come Holy Spirit. Are you sleeping? Say amen. Praise God. I love you. We're going to ask the Lord to come into our presence. <clears throat> come, Holy Spirit, we need Thee. Come, sweet Spirit, we strength to intercede you can cry all that you want but you have to be led by the Spirit of God and when your prayer is in line with the Spirit of God the Lord will answer amen my first prayer point is I'm taking it from Colossians 1 verses 15 to 17 but the prayer point that I want we we are going to pray for bread of life 
to become Christ like in all their conduct the whole of bread of life will be Christ like and so make the invisible god visible through their lifestyle amen that's a prayer press again sister press the next thing that's our prayer point have a look at the screen no sister you're going back yeah have a look at the screen that's our prayer point we are going to pray that all in bread of life will become like christ like in their conduct and make the invisible god visible to people let us pray in jesus name father we come to you in the name of jesus and father we pray right now lord god that you will give us give us the grace master father help us that in our life in our conduct at our work lord god wherever we are we will reflect christ master this is our hearts cry daddy that we will reflect christ in in our thoughts in our words and in our deeds in jesus name we pray amen would you like your prayer to become little more powerful okay i want you to choose one person if you are a brother choose a brother quickly if you are a sister if you have your wife beside you hold your wife's hand choose somebody hold somebody's hand get into agreement find somebody and get into agreement minimum 2 minimum 2 maximum 3 quickly find somebody pastor shawn is alone somebody go get that anointing okay my second prayer point let us turn to john 316 to 18 it says as a son sent by god the father jesus clearly demonstrates the love of god we are going to pray that the bread of life will become as true sons and daughters by the spirit of adoption and demonstrate their deliverance from sin through their holy lifestyle good works and willingness to be placed on the altar as a living sacrifice the person that you're praying for say god we lay ourselves in jesus name we pray let us pray father we lay ourselves lord god as a living sacrifice this is our heart's cry lord god father give us the grace that lord that we will be delivered from all form of sin father give us the grace that we will live a holy lifestyle give us the grace that we will have good works give us the grace that we will be willing to place ourselves on the altar lord god to place ourselves on the altar father in jesus name we pray we are going to pray for oman and all the nations we are going to pray that for the removal of the misrepresentation of christ and the lies concerning him God the Father and the Holy Spirit there are lies given about Christ many nations are having this wrong conception of who God is of who Jesus is pray that that will be destroyed and a true revelation of Christ will be given all the persons are next to you stand in gap with somebody and pray father this is our heart's cry this is our heart's cry lord god that people will come to know who Jesus is the true and the living god remove every misrepresentation of christ every lie about christ will be removed from the lives of people they believe that he is a prophet yes but he is the king of kings he is the lord of lord he is the prince of peace he is the true and the living god he is the son of the living god this is who jesus is father we pray we pray in the name of jesus lord in jesus name we pray 
Proverbs 2:21 For the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it. So let us pray for Oman and the countries that we represent. Two two countries. One is Oman and the country that you re- represent. Lord, let the upright dwell in our government offices. In every government offices the upright will in Jesus name we pray. Father, we lift up Lord God. We lift up Oman, I lift up India, Lord God. Lift up Nigeria, Lord God. Kenya, Uganda, US, Australia. Father, all the nations, Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, let the upright dwell in the government offices. Let the upright, Lord God, everyone who is upright dwell in the offices, Lord God. This is our heart's cry, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we believe you will answer us, Lord God. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. In verse 22 it says but the wicked will be cut off from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it. The wicked and the unfaithful will be torn from it. Pray that all wicked officials will be cut off from their office. Let the unfaithful be rooted out of the authority. In Jesus name we pray. Father we come to you Lord God. Every crooked official. Every crooked official Lord God. every unfaithful official master father we pray that they will be rooted from their lord god father in the name of jesus lord god let righteous people sit in their places lord god let godly people be sitting in their places lord god let people who want to do the right thing sit in their places father in jesus name we pray amen acts 26 verse 18 as that comes on the screen it says to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of satan to god so that they may receive forgiveness of sin and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me pray for god to open the eyes of leaders turn from darkness to light every leader let us pray in jesus name the country that you represent and oman father turn them from darkness turn them from darkness lord god that they will come to know the truth and the truth will set them free lord god father this is our heart's cry lord god father they are in darkness and they do not know you we ask you to turn them from darkness in jesus name we pray ezekiel 14 verse 6 it says this is what the sovereign lord says repent turn from your idols and renounce all your detestable practices we are going to pray lord cause the nations to repent and turn from idolatry every nation every nation you know what is the idols they worship in jesus name we pray father we lift up every nation lord god that we represent father let them turn from idolatry whatever is holding them lord god as captive father set them free set them free set them free lord god set them free lord god let them be turned from idols lord god and know the truth know the living god in jesus name we pray james chapter 1 verse 2 my brothers and sisters consider it nothing but joy when you fall into all sort of trials we are going to pray that the joy of the lord will be our strength in times of trials there are many of us going through trials but let us pray that the joy of the lord will be our strength pray that god will give us the joy which paul and silas had while they were in prison that they were able to glorify god in jesus name we pray father we pray that those who are going through trials master those who are going through trials lord god father in the name of jesus give them the grace to have pure joy 
pure joy lord god father through whatever they are going master help them master help them father lord that they will stand father they will stand firm this is our heart's cry lord god this is our heart's cry lord god this is our heart's cry lord god in jesus name we pray james chapter 5 verses 7 and 8 be patient then my brothers until the lord's coming see how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crops and how patient he is for the autumn and spring rain you too be patient and stand firm because the lord is coming is near we are going to pray that god will give us the grace to be like the farmer to be patient and stand firm on god's word for his time that all things will be fulfilled in his time that the lord of the harvest will want to see revival in oman let us pray in jesus name father we pray lord god you are the lord of the harvest master father give us the grace we have sown the seed 2016 2017 the seed has been sown lord god father we pray you are the lord of the harvest lord we pray for revival in oman lord god this is our heart's cry daddy this is our heart's cry that there will be revival a mighty revival in oman lord god this is our heart's cry lord god and we want to see revival take place in oman in jesus name we pray james chapter 1 verses 4 to 4 to 8 i will not read it but for time we are going to pray and ask the lord of the harvest that bread of life will not lack in any way when the harvest comes in in no way we will lack see we are we are preparing that 2018 is going to be a year of harvest but we should be ready that the fivefold ministry of the holy spirit will be manifested through all the leaders in various ministries amen and then we are going to pray for god to demonstrate his power through holiness in the lives of all leaders two prayer points let us pray in jesus name father we pray lord god when the harvest comes in lord prepare us lord god prepare us to receive the harvest let our rooms be ready master father give us the grace lord god every leader every leader master you will prepare us to live a holy life father we pray for the fivefold ministry lord god of the holy spirit to be manifested that when your when the people come in father we will be prepared we will be prepared in jesus name we pray now we are going to pray the bread of life will be blessed spiritually and materially both a balance let us pray in jesus name father let there be a mighty outpour a mighty outpour lord god on all members spiritually and materially lord god let there be a balance daddy this is our arts cry lord god that there will be a balance lord god of a outpour of your presence daddy father prepare us give us the grace that that we will be blessed spiritually lord god in a mighty way in jesus name we pray as the harvest is going to come in we are going to pray that god will shower down wisdom on all leaders of various ministries for his word says that they will be given generously to those who ask we are going to pray god give wisdom to every leader that when the harvest comes in we will be prepared in jesus name let us pray father this is our heart's cry lord god that when the harvest comes in lord we will be prepared we'll be prepared for the harvest lord god give us the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding father in jesus name we pray 
Matthew 13 verses 38 The field is the world and the good seed stands for the sons of the kingdom The weeds are the sons of the evil one We are going to pray deliver every missionary From every evil work that is formed against them Preserve them from all evil attacks Let us pray in Jesus name Father we pray Lord God Deliver every, every missionary Lord God From every evil that is formed against them Whatever evil is formed against our missionaries, Lord God. Father, deliver them that no evil, no evil, Lord God, will come near them. Lord, put a wall of fire around them. Preserve them, Lord God. Watch over their going and their coming, Lord God. This is our heart's cry. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray very specially that these missionaries, when they go into towns, that favor of of leaders of those towns will be upon them the favor of the people will also be upon them if they don't have the fever of favor of the leaders of the people destruction will come so let us pray that favor will follow them in jesus name we pray father we pray lord god for every missionary lord god that the favor of all the leaders in those towns in that city in that state will be upon them in a very special way lord god that no evil no evil will ever come against them father protect them lord god and let people of favor be around them, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Three more prayer points. We are going to pray that no sickness, no disease, no plague will come against these missionaries. Against their children. No, nothing of this. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we pray, Lord God, that the blood of Jesus we sprinkle upon all our missionaries, Lord God. Father, protect them, Lord God. Father, we pray that no sickness, no disease, no plague, because many of them are the interior's daddy. Nothing shall come near the tent. Father, we sprinkle the blood of Jesus on the doorpost, Lord God. Father, protect them from all disease, sickness, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray now, and the word that they speak will bring forth fruit in 30, 60, and 100%. That there will be fruit. Of their labor Let us pray in Jesus name Father we pray daddy In the name of Jesus As they speak your word Father it will bring forth It will bring forth Lord God Father there will be fruit Lord God They will bear fruit master In 30, in 60 and in 100 This is our heart's cry daddy In Jesus name we pray Many of the missionaries are in deep jungles Where there are no hospitals So let us pray that their children will not fall sick. No sickness will ever touch their children. That all the needs for their children, education-wise, travel-wise, that God will meet them at that point of need. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we lift up the children of all the missionaries, Lord God. Help them to excel, Lord God. Excel in every area of their lives, Master. This is our heart's cry, Lord God. This is our heart's cry, Daddy. This is our heart's cry, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will do this, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Shall we sing that song, He's a miracle-working God? Truly our God is a miracle-working God. Matthew. He's a, mi a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God He's a wonder He's a miracle He's a miracle-working God 
God has answered all our prayers. We are going to pray for the service this morning. As we pray, let us pray for every newcomer that God will meet them at their point of need. Number one, we are going to pray for our children, all our children who are attending Friday school, that when they go to this class, they will go rejoicing and that the Holy Spirit will minister to our children. Very especially pray for the teachers of Friday school. Okay, we are going to remember the teachers and the children. Pray for the man of God who is going to share the word of God. The coordinator of tomorrow's service. Pray as the choir ministers that the presence of God will be manifested. Now last, pray God, when I come, when I come, bring me and let me become a sweet aroma unto you, Lord God. Now last, last in this prayer. Pray that there will be no fight between husband and wives while they are traveling. There will be no fights in the house because the enemy wants to destroy that peace for the anointing not to happen. So you're going to pray for all these needs. Let us pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we pray tomorrow. Church, pray. We ask you, Lord God, tomorrow there will be a mighty move of your presence. Every new person that is coming, Lord God. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God. That Lord, tomorrow, as the man of God comes, Lord, we pray that in the name of Jesus, that Lord, you will minister to us, Lord God. We ask you, Father, that tomorrow will be a day of turning around. Daddy, in the name of Jesus, we pray for, the, for your servant who is going to lead. Lord, we pray, Master, in the name of Jesus, that you will answer our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for the Lord, for what He has done. Amen. Praise God. I'm sure you are excited at what God is up to this year. And I know that our portion in the harvest shall not be lost. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for grace that has enabled us to stand in the place of prayer in this first vigil night of the year. Thank you for setting the pace and starting with us on such a great note. We return the glory to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your son that you have used and everyone that has stood here to minister, NG4C, everyone that has led in prayers, the choir, Everyone that has led us in one way or the other in this service will return the glory to you for their lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, pour afresh upon them the spirit of grace and supplication that this year, as they continue in the same grace, all that pertains to them, all that pertains to their families, all of their heart desires shall be granted speedily. In the name of Jesus. As we go, we go in your name. And we'll return later today with testimonies. In the name of Jesus. At the end of this year, it shall be evident that we are the seed that the Lord has blessed. The promise of this year shall find fulfillment in the life of everyone. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. I pray that as we go home to rest, our sleep shall be sweet. 
we wake up hale and healthy in the name of Jesus. Bible says he laid me down and slept. I awoke because the Lord sustained me. The Lord shall sustain us. Bring us into the joy of the morning. In the name of Jesus, we are specially blessed. This month will not end until your star testimony is delivered. Everyone that has labored through the month in fastings, in prayers, and all that you have done spiritually to set the pace for a great year, you shall not be disappointed. You shall not be disappointed. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. Go in peace and return with testimonies. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Let's share the grace in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Congratulate your neighbor. Your harvest is now. Congratulate your neighbor. Your harvest is now. God bless you.